The MarTech Podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything Podcast Network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. From advertising to software as a service to data, Across all of our programs and clients, we've seen a 55 to 65% open rate. Getting brands authentically integrated into content performs better than TV advertising. Typical lifespan of an article is about 24 to 36 hours. If we're reaching out to the right person with the right message and a clear call to action, then it's just a matter of timing. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. In this podcast, you'll hear the stories of world-class marketers that use technology to drive business results and achieve career success. We'll unearth the real-world experiences of some of the brightest minds in the marketing and technology space so you can learn the tools, tips, and tricks they've learned along the way. Now here's the host of the MarTech Podcast, Benjamin Shapiro. Welcome to the MarTech Podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and today we're going to discuss YouTube monetization and growth. Joining us is Aditutu Laditan, who is the Senior Product Marketing Manager for Sub-Saharan Africa at YouTube, which is headquartered in San Bruno, California. But Tutu is joining us from Nigeria as part of the online video sharing social platform that has worldwide access. We all know and love YouTube, so I don't think I need to describe that, but Tutu is joining us to tell us a little bit about how it works. And yesterday, Adi Tutu and I talked about the roadmap to monetizing your YouTube content. And today we're going to continue the conversation talking about collaborating with creators for YouTube growth. All right, here's the second part of my conversation with Adi Tutu Laditan, the Senior Product Marketing Manager for Sub-Saharan Africa at YouTube. Tutu, welcome back to the MarTech Podcast. Thank you, Benjamin. Glad to be here. Excited to have you back on the show and continue our conversation. Yesterday, we talked a little bit about how you can create content and monetize on YouTube. And that's great for people like me, maybe a little self-serving in that episode. But today, I want to talk about something that is a little more specific towards marketers, which is collaborations. Often, us marketers, if you're an in-house marketer, are always looking for ways to promote our content. We're also looking for ways to promote our brand through other people's content Talk to me about the creator community and what are the best ways to collaborate with creators on YouTube? I think over time, when in a day and age where trust is important when it comes to marketing and a lot more users sort of don't trust brands like they used to. So you would see the role of creators as influencers in, in this conversation because creators then are now in one way or the other, the trust agents, they're the influencers, the ones who are able to authoritatively tell people about brands, talk about products that they've experienced and influence how users sort of engage with them. So what marketers are now realizing is that there's a huge opportunity for creative collaboration if you want to actually connect with an audience in an authentic manner, if you want to scale your messaging, and if you want to really drive conversions. So collaborating with creators entails having a clear understanding of who your audience is and who they listen to, who do they trust, who do they love, and find opportunities to collaborate with the influencers that they love and trust. 
once you decide which kind of creators you want to collaborate with, there's quite a number of opportunities to, to start fostering conversation. I find that the most successful marketing campaigns are the ones that are done in an authentic manner and it doesn't feel salesy or forced. When a creator is able to take a product, sort of embed it authentically and organically into their normal messaging and talk about something that is important or personal to them to evoke the right level of emotion with users. Those are probably the most successful ones. So as a marketer, you need to find, firstly, what are the goals and objectives you're looking for when it comes to collaboration? Clearly communicate in a way that it's easy for the creator to understand how you want the process to be. What are your brand guidelines? What's your brand tone of voice? Those things that are super, super important for, for your brand as one. You want to find a creator that has reach. Even if it's not extensive, like millions of followers, but they do have a substantial amount of reach. So you can do an analysis of what kind of percentage would be converted or what kind of percentage of engagement would I get. Let me ask you about that. I want to dive in there because I think that one of the most important part of building an influencer program or, or doing these type of collaborations, it's challenging to find not only the, you know, build the list of creators, but figure out who's credible. What are some of the ways that you can, or what are the, I guess, the metrics that you look at to try to figure out who has reach and whether that reach is actually with active followers who are going to engage with your message? I think what we see a lot more people do is the tools that help you check sentiment, right? You want to see what the sentiment analysis around that creator is, whether it's positive or not. But there are also tools that can help you confirm the authenticity of the creator's followers, whether they're actually real people or manipulated audiences, right? But what we also do over time and I encourage young marketers to do is just check out the community, check out the way they engage with their community and the kind of response that they get, the kind of feedback and love that they get. Check out how the engagement on their videos are like. This is some of the indicators that would help you tell if this person really does have influence over their community or not. So what I'm hearing from you is that you can look at things like subscriber numbers to understand sort of audience size, right? You can get subscriber numbers that are publicly stated. Yeah, subscriber numbers, read comments in their community, check out the yeah. likes on their videos. Subscribers gives you a sense of how many people are following their content and basically the audience size. But your comment volume and what those comments are basically dictates whether it's real people that are watching the content and how they're actually engaging. Exactly. And let's check in that over a period of time. Like you want to go back and say, this thing, this creator, let's check out how they've performed the last two months. So you, it gives you an indication of whether there's a consistent engagement on their platform or on how they engage with their community. And then check out their footprint beyond YouTube. Like how are they on other platforms? Do people really love them? So that gives you some indication on how they would perform and the kind of deliverables that you can get from them. So let's say you go through and you're scanning YouTube and you find a thousand different creators that you think are of meaningful size. Looks like they have content that is driving comments and engagement. What are some of the ways that you can engage with those creators and actually get them to start to help you support your brand? Different creators have probably different ways they, they prefer brands to engage with them. There are creators who would send you a red card, for example, right, and tell you outrightly, this is what I can do. I like when creators, and there are some creators that would tell you the kind of brands that they want to work with, right? So firstly is you have to think of the brand feats. Is this a feat not just for your brand, but also is this a fit for a creator? 
character, if a creator who talks about motherhood suddenly begins to talk about, I don't know, I think about champagne, it just would find like an off balance. You want to make sure that the conversation is very, very authentic so it doesn't feel forced because the audience will tell that it is a forced conversation. It has to be something that just naturally flows into who they are and the kind of topics that they talk about. And you can see your brand sort of fits into the messaging and their typical direction. So I think the first thing would be a brand, check if it's brand feet for both of you and all. And then in approaching a creator, you want to get them excited about your products and your brand because that's the best way for them to really, really sort of imbibe it and, and talk about it in a way that excites their community. And that's why I talk about the brand feeds. Get them excited about what you want them to do. I've seen brands that want simple things like product placements. It does help. But if you're looking to drive conversions, you want to find opportunities in which creator can showcase the product or service you use as they create content. And that helps people actually better understand what the features are or the attributes of your product is as well as find opportunities to ask people to go purchase or sign up in one way or the other. So I would say get creators excited, but also work with them in a way that the relationship goes beyond transactional, right? So it's not just about you paying them, but they feel like they are part of the value this product has. If it's something that they feel is life-changing in one way or the other, make sure that they've experienced it first. So when they're talking about it, they feel it feels authentic, but they want to be part of the conversations beyond the financial incentive that you would offer them. A special thanks to our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, the marketing mixed modeling platform that makes measuring ROI fast, easy, and cost-effective. Request a demo at mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our presenting sponsor, Mutinex. In 1919, John Wanamaker said, half the money I spend on advertising is wasted. I just don't know which half. Well, the advertising landscape has changed since then. And instead of reaching your audience on two channels, you're probably reaching them on 20. Turns out John didn't know how easy he had it. But that doesn't mean that you should give up on striving towards marketing effectiveness. No matter how complex your marketing strategy is, Mutinex Growth OX is the market mix modeling platform that measures the impact of marketing on your bottom line. Mutinex's market mix modeling platform calibrates your insights against the latest market conditions so you can make media and marketing investment decisions confidently and quickly. Ready to take your team from I think to I know? Then join brands like Samsung, ING, and Asahi who make better marketing decisions with Mutinex. Mutinex Growth OX, your best decision starts here. To learn more about Mutinex, go to mutinex.co. That's M-U-T-I-N-E-X dot co. Okay, here's the rest of today's interview. How should marketers think about the difference between leveraging YouTube's advertising platform to promote their content and then working with collaborators and paying for that type of access? Have you seen any indication of whether creator collaborations or advertising is more effective on the platform? So the way I would say it is this, as a brand, you talk about yourself a lot. You talk about how great you are, how your product is great or how your service is great. 
But having a creator, a trusted creator who is influential, talk about how great you are and how fantastic your product is better mileage than you talking about it. And so I've seen situations where a lot more brands are intentional about taking their advertising budgets and distributing it to a few creators to actually do the work of advertising. Because they do that, firstly, those creators are recognizable faces within their community. Those creators are trusted and can land the message in a way that is less salesy than you would as a brand. And then you're able to put some marketing budget towards amplifying the content the creator has made for you. So what I'm now seeing with a lot more advertisers is finding opportunities to not tell their own stories, but give the creators the opportunities to tell the stories on their behalf because they have the community, they are trusted, they have reach, and then you can put marketing budget behind scaling and boosting the content that they've created and more eyeballs can potentially set. So I guess that's the last question I have for you is it makes sense that someone else is telling your story. You get that third party impartial content feel. You have the credibility from the creator who has an audience with them. But if you want to put marketing budget instead of through the advertising platform, through promoting a creator's content that has a positive message about your brand, what are some of the tools that marketers can use to promote that content? Are there tools on YouTube where you can promote someone else's videos? Yeah, yeah sure. I mean, it's the same way you promote a regular ad with the skippable formats or TrueView and, and whatnot. The only difference is, I think the first thing is to think about the five-second principle around YouTube ads. So if a standard creator starts their video with the intro, hi guys, welcome to my channel, you want to make sure that whatever value proposition you're trying to upsell to your audience is brought forward. And so all of this is based on editing. But I would say maximize all the advertising features available on the platform. There's TrueView, there is display ads, even doing the take it over like a mass head. There's so many opportunities, but the same principle applies. The only difference is you're not the one who created the ads. You've sort of have creator content and now you're boosting it to get more reach and appeal. Another thing around collaboration that I wanted to add, mm -hmm. which is for a lot of brands, if you're thinking about collaborating, you should allow creators, give them your principles, give them your guidelines, but allow them tell the stories in their own way without giving them a script. Because what tends to happen with a lot of marketers is we already have the concept in our head in one way or the other. And we sort of put those creators in a box where we are telling them the story and how to deliver the message. And it doesn't come across as authentic to their audience because everyone knows they tend to have a style. So I would say when it comes to collaboration with creators as marketers, let them have their own style, but give them your guidelines. What can they say that is authentic to your brand? But don't spoon feed them. Let them still have their own creative license to help you collaborate and land the message. At the end of the day, creators' expertise is about communicating with their audience, creating content that meets a specific niche. And as much as you know how to communicate your brand values and you've got your way to communicate your brand, they're the experts in communicating with their audience. And that's who you're trying to get access to. And that wraps up this episode of the MarTech Podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Adi Tutu Ladita, the Senior Product Marketing Manager for Sub-Saharan Africa at YouTube. If you'd like to hear more from Adi Tutu, you can find a link to her LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact her on Twitter. Her handle is the Happy Leo, T-H-E-H-A-P-P-Y-L-E-O. Or you could visit her website, which is Ladita, which is spelled A-D-E-T-U-T-U-L-A-D-I-T-A-N.com.
Just one more link in our show notes I'd like to tell you about. If you didn't have a chance to take notes while you were listening to this podcast, head over to martechpod.com where we have summaries of all of our episodes and contact information for our guests. You can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter and you can even send us, uh, you can also subscribe to our weekly newsletter or you can apply to be the next guest speaker on the MarTech podcast. Of course, you can always reach out on social media. Our handle is MarTechPod, M-A-R-T-E-C-H-P-O-D on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Or you can contact me directly. My handle on LinkedIn is Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you haven't subscribed yet and you want a daily stream of marketing and technology knowledge in your podcast feed, we're going to publish an episode every day this year. So hit the subscribe button in your podcast app and we'll be back in your feed tomorrow morning. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, my advice is to just focus on keeping your customers happy. Thanks for listening to the MarTech Podcast, and I hear everything production. Looking to launch or scale a podcast like this one for your brand? Then visit IHearEverything.com.